0: Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking
1: Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift.
2: Hey, everyone. It's Lori Bischoff here. Welcome to the We're Talking Shift podcast. The place where we talk shift because... I think that the antidote to feeling stuck begins by shifting our thinking. And sometimes when we're really stuck, we just have to go out and shake things up by going rogue and making a really radical shift in our lives. Today on my Going Rogue guest segment, I'm going to be talking with special guest Victor Scamardo, who is also known as Fit Vic. Now, Victor is the founder of One Fit Vic. Dot com, where he guides and motivates women to the fitness that they desire and, more importantly, to the fitness that they deserve. He was led to form this company after having some pretty big life-changing experiences in his own life. And those experiences really helped him discover his own passion and purpose. So here we are. Welcome, Victor. Are you ready to talk some shift?
0: I am ready to talk some shit, Lori. I am so happy to be here. I've uh, I've watched uh, many of your uh, broadcasts throughout the summer and into the winter, and I'm I'm very pleased to be here with you.
2: Awesome. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. You know, health and fitness has been seriously, one of my passions for my entire adult life. Oh. And so, and it's also one of the areas that I work with a lot of my coaching clients in. So I really, really love what you're doing. And this is a topic that I could just gush about for <laughs> hours. So I'm, uh, I'm very excited to have you here and to talk about what you have going on. Cause I'm, I'm a big fan of it. When, when it's somebody helping others, In any way in their life, I'm a big fan. So, so welcome, welcome.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. I'm I am so excited about what I I, I'm doing now, and it's been a journey, and we'll get into that, of course. Sure. But but it is so so much satisfaction whenever you follow your passion and you're able to help people, and uh, I I absolutely love what I do now.
2: That is. Amazing, and I think uh, you know it's that's a really important thing. Just to kick this off with is how fulfilling it is um, to be following your passion. And there's always that extra level of, um, well, I guess extra level of fulfillment when you are being of service to other people.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I agree 100, percent and I I do find it interesting about the the process and the path that got me to where I am today. And yeah, it, uh, it, it hasn't always been that way. You know, I haven't always been, been the, been the man that I am today.
1: It's been, yeah.
2: It's yeah been that's like every, isn't that like every man or every woman's, you know, every mm-hmm. person's story hopefully is, I'm not the person today that I was, you know, in my past, because that's the whole point of I think um the journey, right? It's uh-huh. it's about evolving and growing. So I would I would hope that most people can say, I'm not the same person I am now that I was, you know, last month or uh-huh. 10 years ago or whatever. So I think that's really awesome. What? uh, Let's start with this. What led you to creating this program for women?
0: Well, it's uh, it goes back a few years, and I had a moment. I I left corporate America after about twenty five years and of the corporate grind, and and we all know corporate people or. Most of us do. And it is very demanding. It pays very well. And it left me unfulfilled. So I had the opportunity to get out a few years ago and I did. And and that unfortunately, I took a step that I always thought that was right for me. And I took a step from corporate America doing corporate logistics, which I was I was good at but it just was not necessarily my passion, but I had a history with it, so I stuck with it. And I uh, left corporate America and decided, well, I'm gonna do something on my own, and it was uh, was something that I always did on the side, and I decided that I wanted to become a full-time trader, okay, with stocks and options, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And that was the first step, and that's getting out on my own, spreading my wings, and it was something I was very passionate about, and that was trading. However, (laughs) However, once I got into that and I basically had to work for greed every day and I, yes, I, so I I realized that I have to be very greedy and I don't mean it in a bad sense, greedy. I mean, I have to be aggressive about wanting to get to, to earn this money and it was not fulfilling me. It was kind of eating at me in a bad way because it was, it was, make, it was taking me to an area that my body was fighting. In other words, or maybe it was my soul was fighting. My mm-hmm. my mind was saying, hey, you need to go here and you need to make this money and you need to work very hard and, and just grind, grind, grind. Well, I got into the grind. I was trading all day and then I was trading at night. And basically, I figured out I was doing it all the time. And sure, I was making some money, but it was not the fulfillment that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And go ahead.
2: So what do you think okay there there's something that you said I want to circle back around mm-hmm. to before I lose it which was uh, you said it was kind of eating at your you know at your mind or your mm-hmm. your soul um yeah. and or coming out and it was coming out um showing up physically for you that conflict
0: well it was show, it was not necessarily showing up physically I think it was I would say it was it was hurting me in general
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: just not it was not fulfilling me because I would sit in front of my monitor array for hours on, on end and basically stare at numbers and not interact with people. This is where I learned that I'm a people person. I kind of already knew that. I always had the gift for the gab. And as people have said, oh, you yeah, you're a great speaker and you, you can talk to people. And And here I, I sequestered myself and worked for Greed And didn't interact with anybody verbally. I sat and watched the had, you know, had my business channel on all day and and looking at my numbers and I had a chat room that I was part of. But the thing is I had no interaction with people. And -hmm. and that's one thing I noticed severely impacted me. And another thing is working towards an unfulfilling goal because basically I was just filling my pockets and making brokers money because you know you there's a exchange a brokerage fee every time you make a trade and i found that to be not my calling i i've i've i had traded for 15 years on the side and loved it however once i actually tried to make something i love into 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 uh well, I think I loved it because I made, I was able to make some money off of it. Sure. And I thought, oh, well, you know, that's a, that's a good, that's something I could do. But the thing is, I was doing it for money, Lori. I was doing it for money instead of doing it because I was passionate about it.
2: Ah, chasing yes. the money.
0: Yes. And let me circle back even further. I'm a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. And when I got out of the Marine Corps, I went to college and I had the opportunity. I remember the day. I had the opportunity to to go into a field that would have been that would have been fulfilling for me. However, I, I go all the way all the way back those uh, uh, almost thirty years, and I chose a field that was going to make me that was going to pay me better,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and so I chased. I started chasing the money right all the way back then. I started chasing the money. And now of course I'm I'm 50 years old now and I I learned a couple years ago that I need to chase my chase chase my passion and wow. and being fulfilled in that manner is far more valuable than any amount of money you're going to make mm-hmm. in my book in my opinion
2: so what do you think um, what do you think was your going rogue moment then oh. that switched you from, uh, you know, <sighs> chasing money over to chasing your passion.
0: I, I am a firm believer. My going rogue event was pretty substantial. I'm a firm believer in synchronicity. Okay. I believe that things happen for a reason and everything that is placed on our path, good or bad, is something that defines us. And I uh, rekindled with an old, uh, uh, an, an old friend of mine via Facebook. And after not seeing her for 30 years and she actually, she actually helped me open up into my spirituality is she helped me take a very hard look at myself and decide, Hey, what is it that you want? And so my going rogue thing is is I decided to move away. I moved uh, about three States away. I moved out of Oklahoma and moved to Arizona. I moved to Scottsdale to be with my, to be with my girlfriend. And, I sold everything. I literally sold everything out of my house, sold my vehicles, and and took a, a small van and my cats out to Arizona, and I took that chance because I was. And this time, I was not chasing money. Granted, I did have a job in Arizona, but I was chasing my heart. I was chasing. Mm-hmm. I was chasing love, and with that woman that made me feel amazing. Okay, we had an amazing relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. In that time, uh, we were growing and she was helping me grow and she helped me take a very hard look at myself. And during my time in Arizona, I, it was about, actually it was just a, over a year ago, it was December of 2017. I got out there, had a great relationship, but realized very, very early in the process that I did not care for my work. Because I basically left one corporate, I left my, my trading job and then I took a, a management position in a, in a mid-sized company and was not fulfilled. So here I am thinking that, okay, I've, I've literally moved, I've moved a couple states away. Yes, I have a great relationship on one side, but I'm still unfulfilled in my life because I was looking for, well, this is the primary reason, I was looking for fulfillment from my work, from my job. And, and this is where, this is the part, Lori, where I learned to be happy. This is where I learned about happiness starts within. Okay, happiness is a choice. And happiness is something that I am going to make for myself. It's not going to be this this wonderful woman, and it's not going to be this wonderful job. It's going to be me making that, that, making that effort to, to be happy, and that I'm in charge of my happiness. And learning that I'm in charge of my happiness was a profound moment for me. Because once I learned that, then I knew, okay, well, if I can be in charge of my happiness, then I'm going to be in charge of the rest of my life. I am going to find out what makes me, what really fulfills me. And then that's when I, that's when I came into, uh, into what I'm doing now. And, uh,
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, okay. So something you just said there, um, a minute ago, basically learning that it really, rather than trying to find something to get, to fill mm-hmm. you up from out there, it turned out that you discovered that it was really uh, allowing it to grow from within you, and then mm-hmm. letting that lead you is what it sounds like.
0: That's right. That you're you're spot on. But I had to make this big move, this big drastic move,
2: mm-hmm. and get
0: uncomfortable. And I and that's that's me. Not everyone is will have to have have to get uncomfortable to the level that I did. But I put a lot of I put i'm I'm kind of an all my eggs. I'm, I put all my eggs in a basket. And I go for it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what going rogue, you know, sometimes that is the necessary thing, that radical shift that a person Mm -hmm. has to do. I think a lot of people, um, a lot of us have to wait until that really radical thing, um, you know, happens in our life. It either happens Mm -hmm. and then it forces you to have to, you know, do some uh, analyzing and, and make a shift. Or it um, or it plants this seed, and all of a sudden you get this massive inspiration, like you did. All right, I'm I'm literally shedding the old, I'm selling everything, mm-hmm. and I am, and I'm making my radical shift is actually moving, um, like shedding the old and starting anew. And maybe uh-huh. maybe the you know maybe the new um, that you moved to was just the first step in your process. It wasn't the it wasn't the end game, but it was the first step in the beginning of your next you know, I guess, the, version of yourself.
0: Yes. And uh, the next phase, I, I, I kind of look at it as phases mm-hmm. and, and one of the, I think one of the most important things, yes, it, 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 it basically forced me, it forced my hand. But the thing is, it's been so full. Once I opened myself up, once I, I should say it a little bit different. Once I took a hard look at what I really wanted out of life and what makes me tick, what makes Fitvic or Victor tick and what, what really fills my cup? Once I started looking at that, I not only the good things. So I, yes, I did realize that helping people was my ultimate go uh, goal. I love to give hope and confidence. Okay, and we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get. We'll, I'll touch on that uh, in yeah. a little bit. But the uh, the thing is, is when you start looking at what what's important to you, you're going to see the things. You're gonna you're gonna have other things pop up that that you need to deal with.
2: Mm-hmm, so, like what?
0: And well, like what? One of the things that I came out w- that was amazing for me is I learned the power of unconditional love. And that's and it, deep. That is very deep. But the thing is, is I, is we we have so many conditions that we put on experiences. We put conditions on our, our, our spouse. We put conditions on our boyfriend or girlfriend, our friends, okay? It, sure. It's it's tough to not put expectations on people and or expectation on a certain experience. It's like uh, we have if you have a you have a party or you have a holiday dinner and you expect everybody to arrive and you expect everybody to be happy and you expect the meal to go a certain way. And a lot of times, I don't think there's anything any problem with having standards or or wanting it to be a certain way. But when you expect it to be a certain way you You can sometimes set yourself up to uh, set yourself up for failure. Sure. And, and disappointment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Having a, that's exactly right. Having expectations and being really attached to how you want things Mm -hmm. to flow, what you want the outcome to be, how you want people to show up. That's when you're going to find yourself in in troubled waters, shall we say, and you will set yourself up for disappointment. And you know, it's just how we are conditioned Mm -hmm. uh, as, until we figure out that that's, um, that's really... Sabotaging, um, and I think if we can switch uh, our our outlook to having preferences, well, this mm-hmm. is what I'd prefer. This is what I'd love. But I'm open, and you know, to your point, the if you're really somebody that wants to practice unconditional love, then you're still going to be okay, and you're still going to be loving uh even when things don't come out the way that you would prefer.
0: That's right. That's right. And and you can even take this a step further and say it's not so much about them. Well, unconditional love is all about yourself because you have to love yourself unconditionally first. And that sure. was the big step for me. That was the big step for me because then once you really start doing that and practicing that then it frees you up to do that with other people and other experiences, and, I that, agree. and that was a huge step for me because it, it takes a lot, and it it you really have to you really have to embrace it, and mm-hmm. you even have to do it when you're driving. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there is there a story there? Were you a road rage person?
0: No, I've never been. I've never been a total road rager. So that, that was a, that's kind of an easy one to, for me to, to handle. However, I am an avid motorcycle, motorcyclist, or uh, I I drive, I have motorcycles and I drive them basically every day. And it's when I'm driving down the road and somebody pulls out in front of me, invariably, that's, that's when I have to walk my talk. And those, and each one of those moments are important, Lori, each one of those moments that we, that we can walk our talk, even when we're alone, they, they build us up. And some people think that they can if they're not sitting, if they're not around anyone, that they don't have to stop at stop signs or they don't have to they don't have to follow their own rules. Yeah. And that's about living your truth. That is yeah, that, straight up I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. And that to me that that is about integrity.
0: Yes. And it starts with ourselves. It starts yeah. it starts and a lot of people don't like to look at, they don't like, uh, I already mentioned the hard look at themselves, they don't like to, to see things uh, that they don't wanna see their shortcomings. However, I, in my book, Lori, I say embrace them. I say you, you go out you find the things that are holding you back and, and you deal with them and know what they're about, because if you know they're there, then you can, then you can do things, you can, you can be grateful that you know that's a start.
2: I think that that is really a great suggestion. When you become aware of those things within yourself that are behaviors or attitudes or values that are keeping you from growing and evolving and maybe, you know, at least moving in the direction of of unconditional love, when you Uh become aware of those things and then willing to uh, be open to, you know, changing or improving or, you know, just growing and mastering yourself really Uh is what it's all about. I think learning how to master yourself and, and that does it. It's very freeing. Uh, And it frees you up then to be so much more um, comfortable no matter what anybody else is doing. And I think that that is the whole thing about finding your happiness is understanding that if you really are in, if you really believe that that is a choice and a decision that you can make and Mm -hmm. you're willing to do the things to master yourself, then your happiness is no longer contingent upon the actions and behaviors. Of others
0: yeah I, I agree I am I fully agree with that and I, unfortunately in today's society we get we get bombarded by so much mass media and I think I mentioned to you in, in a previous discussion that I, I don't watch the news and uh, that's that's one step I, I take that's something I can do that's something I can do to help me walk my talk okay mm-hmm. I am not bombarded by I am not bombarded by mass media all day uh, telling me how to live my life or telling me how to think. And mm-hmm. it's been freeing. That is something else I gave up a couple of years ago. I, just, I gave up watching the news because I, I go from being a trader right in the news all the time because I'm trading on the news sometimes. And so it was a big cutoff, it was a big disconnect. It almost felt like uh, uh, the feeling, I actually mentioned this on my show today, on my live show, that it's that feeling that you get when you forget your cell phone. Or iPad. You know, you forget uh, my yeah. producer forgot her phone the other day and she's like, oh, I forgot my phone. And I was like, oh, I know what that feels like. But it's yeah. that kind of that kind of feeling right there is when you when you disconnect from the news and mass media that it's it's kind of like that. Oh, I, where's my phone? I don't have my phone with me. And then yeah. after a while, after a while, you start reaping the benefits of it because, hey, I'm, I'm calm. I'm not eating up with politics and I, I I don't know every little thing that happened bad on the planet today, mm. and and guess what that does for you that that actually helps you be happier, without kind of without you even realizing
1: it.
2: Right. Well, it's it seems like your mindset then doesn't have to compete for where it wants to be versus where all of these outside forces and energetic currents are are pulling you toward. You well, know what said. I
1: mean? well said. Well yeah.
2: said, Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's like the path of least resistance, (laughs) Yes, you you know, it's an obstacle. So if you're really trying to condition your mindset, the way you think, which will ultimately result in the way you, um, move through the world, the way you are going to be, uh, then why not remove the obstacles that are in your way? And that's Mm -hmm. one thing you can do is to, you know, pivot away from things like that that are tugging at you, but they're really not doing you any favors. They're actually roadblocks.
0: That's right. That's right. And and it, it, you can, if you want to really simplify it, you can say, okay, well, I can I can step outside my door and get hit with a bat a whole bunch of times. <laughs> I'm sorry, my studio cat is coming by. Her name is Chili Cheese, so she's saying hi to everyone.
2: Oh, cute, Chili Cheese. Did you say
0: Chili Cheese? Yes, she's. Uh, okay. She actually has a profile on my website.
2: Oh my <laughs> so, God. Okay. There must be a story there. We'll have to visit at some point. <laughs> sure.
0: Sure. And uh, she's uh, she's the studio cat. And invariably, when I get on a call or something, she or and I think she made an appearance uh, this morning during the show.
2: So, oh, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I'm sorry. I kind of got side, sidetracked. I was talking about you can choose to go outside and get hit with a bat. 50 times and then come back in and then wonder, well, why do I feel, you know, why do I feel hurt? Yeah. And, and so that's my little rough analogy on exposing on what you expose yourself to. And yes. that's something else I learned on my journey was mindfulness and that's being mindful and primarily goes back to the news is what do I expose myself to. And then once you kind of get over that bit of mindfulness, then you get mind, then you start taking that step to control your mind. And your thoughts and
2: exactly exactly
0: go ahead they are so people some people listening to us right now probably are already they already know the power of our thoughts other people it might be brand new to it to that way of thinking but i know i know i've heard you say it okay on on your various shows and the importance of being mindful of your thoughts because they're so important and people people do not realize if they're uninitiated to opening taking that hard look at themselves if they haven't taken that first step then it may sound kind of pie in the sky to them lori yeah when it's it's they're fully capable of changing their life and living the life they want if they just change their mindset about how they look at every situation i mean i don't even say anything bad about myself verbally I I, I I never say anything negative about myself because who is going to believe it first? If you if you put it out out of your mouth, and say, oh, I'm such a this or I'm such a that, we you are you're going to be the first person that believes it.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Definitely. And then you set the precedent <laughs> for how others treat you and see you.
0: That's right. That's right. So if you're if you're sitting there saying, oh, I'm I'm this negative thing or I'm that negative thing, see, it's even hard for me to verbalize it. As an example. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> yeah, it's it's because now it's become actually counterintuitive and you know it's like no, I don't want to I don't want to even plant that seed in any way, shape, right. or form. Right. right. Yeah. It's unnatural. Once you get used to um being somebody that is willing to only support yourself and love mm-hmm. yourself and grow, then do, saying things or having negative thoughts about yourself is very that becomes very uncomfortable whereas you know mm-hmm. in the past before maybe you got to that point that was the comfort zone
0: and and there's nothing wrong with being putting ourselves first in in a selfful way this is something i learned while i was in arizona arizona is such a great place uh, it it is something i i learned uh during a talk when i was talking to uh, uh, one of my friends and they said you know there's nothing wrong with being selfful you do things for yourself in a selfful way not a selfish way and i thought
1: yeah.
0: you know the lights went off and 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 the bells started ringing i was like wow that's profound It's just mm-hmm. and and it can change your whole it, it's it's just one of those events you know because our lives are a series of events both good and bad that define us and because if you think about it, some of the worst things that have ever happened to you have been some of the most def- defining moments or impactful moments in your life. And uh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I skewed there a little bit, but being selfful is nothing bad. There's nothing wrong with being selfful because being selfful doesn't hurt anyone. It only helps. It helps you, and then it in turn helps everyone that interacts with you.
2: Exactly. I I couldn't agree more. So you know, being, um, being somebody that yourself, that is part of being selfful for you is making sure that you devote a lot of, uh, a lot of your, um, passion and energy toward your own health and wellness, your physical health. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And back, back in December of 2017, whenever I had this, when I, when I had that realization, Lori, that, Hey, I, I want to help people. Okay, so I started looking. Okay, what can I do right now to have the biggest impact on other people? Because I having that having that realization that what really fulfills me is helping people. Uh, I thought, well, what what do I do every day, or what what what's the best route? And I thought, well, I work out every day. I'm in halfway decent shape, and I know quite a bit about working out. I know uh, quite a bit about eating right, and so that's where. FitFic was born. It was born. It was born at that time.
2: OK, which makes sense, um, y- y- you know, to think about, well, what is it that I feel like I do well at and what mm-hmm. excites me? And, because those are the things, the things that you um, feel excite you and that you feel passionate about are the things that generally we want to share and mm-hmm. you know shout from the rooftops it's like you know for me it used to be whenever i would find like a really awesome shoe sale <laughs> 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 these are the best They're so you have to go check this out i want to share it because i am so excited about it and i feel like you know that's what that's what it it takes to really be so excited to get up every day and mm-hmm you know, and, and crush it is what am I excited about? And, and I'm so excited about this that I want to share it with people because if you hit on that formula, uh, uh, it's likely that you are then going to be able to, you know, be of wonderful service because there's going to be somebody that really needs to, to receive what you have to share. And, Uh and you're going to probably be able to make a very fulfilling business out of it for yourself as well, which I think is important.
0: And that that you hit you hit on it right there, Lori. Is I am I'm going after my passion now, and it is invaluable. Okay, it, it is invaluable because now uh, I'm getting feedback from my my subscribers that hey I've lost an inch in my belly this week. I oh I've lost a, oh look at my neck. They'll send me pictures and hey we because we do these face facial and neck exercises in the show and. Oh, here I, I've lost this much, or my arms are tight, or, You know, I've lo- I've lost two inches in my arms, and I've lost uh, three inches in my belly. And it is so fulfilling. And sometimes it it's it's the it's the other comments I'll get that Vic, they'll be like, Vic, thank you so much for this. Uh, thank you so much for this wonderful show. It it's amazing. And these these comments are are so fulfilling, Lori, because. Just knowing that I'm helping, I see the results because we log our measurements every Monday. It's Measurement Monday. We log our results uh, via the website. And I get to set and see, I get to pull all this data off of, off of this. And, and, and typically, on average, women uh, this week, uh, let's see, uh, it was about, what, four inches off their bodies. Four nice. inches off their body. Yes, from, and of course, that's that's cumulative and that's an average. So it it results vary, of course, but it, it is it is so fulfilling to help these help the, each one of these women. And some of these women have never worked out and or if they have their or they go to a social media site uh, where do, where do, what's a popular one that uh, a lot of women go to get get fitness advice. And that's Pinterest. Mm. OK, they might go there and pick a little bit here and a little bit there. And so I thought, well, I'm going to I'm I'm going to design my program to guide them step by step and every step of the way.
1: So,
2: yeah, which I think is really important because I I feel like there are so many people that there's you know, they're looking for something, they're looking for that help and guidance. And Mm. when you start to search around, uh, whether it's Pinterest or, you know, or other sites, um the 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 problem actually is information overload and it's uh-huh. confusing for people and they're not sure exactly where to start or they dabble a little here and a little there and they're kind of all over the map. And it's, you know, it's, uh, they're trying, but, you know, inconsistent effort is going to produce inconsistent results. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's important and I think it's pretty cool that you have set up a program that you're actually guiding them step by step, taking Mm -hmm. them by the hand. And everyone is like, okay, this is awesome. He's just telling me exactly what to do. And I think that's what a lot of people want. Not everybody is that person that has the time or the desire to spend hours and hours and hours doing research and figuring out the formula. They just say, I'm willing just Freaking tell me what to do Uh and I'll do it. You know, they just, somebody lead me down a path that feels really right for me. So I love that. That's what you're doing. My question for you Uh is, is if I understand right, your group is women. So why women? Is it only women? Are there men as well? Or did you just feel a calling to really focus on women?
0: Well, the, that's a very good question, Lori. I, I, did some soul searching on this and I realized that that women will typically listen listen to men better in this situation, and men will typically don't want to watch another man uh, work out. Or
1: ah.
0: so I think I think I looked at it that men don't typically like to hear other men teach them how to do things.
2: Interesting. Okay.
0: Yes, and, and this is not any this is a non-scientific fact it's just i i thought about my female friends who are over-inched and the struggles that they had cuz and it doesn't seem that men respond to to this as much as women do and because it's it's in soci- in our society in the united states it's 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 almost a, a, a double standard because it's it's typically okay for men to be over-inched a bit but it's not for women and yeah. And women, unfortunately, get bombarded by magazines and right. commercials, and oh, you're not good enough here, and you're not good enough there. And I, I, it was just kind of came to me that I need to focus on women, and yeah. so I, I went with it. And there are men that actually do the workout with us every day, and it's typically a spouse or a boyfriend, yeah, uh, situation. And it's it's pretty funny because we. Uh, Someone from the East Coast commented this morning about uh, their boyfriend doing the workout with them. And of course, I praise them. I, I love it. Yeah. The, the more people that could do this and the more people we reach, it, it's nice because it's kind of in, in, infectious because we keep, we're very positive and we, we teach our, our subscribers how to be mindful. And, you know, like to our, to a few, to our point a few minutes ago, and we, we work on the mind just as much as we do the body. Mm -hmm. and we keep them going and the great thing about it is is as as our subscribers as as these women progress say they're losing they're losing a couple inches here and there and of course some of them are losing three or four inches every week because they had the inches to lose yeah we have different we have various uh, levels of fitness and the great thing is it starts to avalanche and then once they get once they once they get to a certain fitness level then they're going to they're going to start sharing their fitness stories with other people. And we're looking at that pay it forward aspect of it. They're going to start sharing it and then they're going to impact that person's life. So if I can impact a thousand lives today and they turn around and impact a thousand lives and it, it, it mm-hmm. kind of is just doing my doing my bit for the planet and uh
2: <laughs> sure sure i love that and you know what else i love i've heard you mention it a few times mm-hmm. um and i haven't heard anybody else ever use this phrase but you've used it several times and i really like it you refer to it as over-inched as opposed to overweight or weight loss i i really like that oh
0: well thank you that I, I think i invented that actually so. <laughs>
2: I've never heard it before referred to that way so maybe you did but it just has um, it just carries a different I don't know connotation to it that I uh-huh. think is more positive uh, in a way it's just I don't know it just sets it up differently in your mind over inch just sounds a lot different than overweight and maybe it's just because um, you know the the concept of overweight is just so um, What's the word? It, it's discouraging, I think, for so many people. it's It's starting out in a in a different kind of negative way
1: mm-hmm.
2: that um whereas I feel like overinched is more of a ground zero rather than like in the hole, deep in the hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. and think about your clothing, Lori. We, we, everything is inches. Everything is is jean size or dress size or bra size or mm-hmm. uh, everything everything about women is is well men too but it is oh what size of jeans are you in and Mm -hmm. what size of shirts do you wear and something to build on that is i am anti-scale i I, in my program if you're a subscriber i the first thing i say is get rid of your scales and stay off of them yeah unless you're on unless you have a medical reason for that to be there and some some of my subscribers do However, I say stay off the scale because the scale is not a good judge of fitness.
2: I agree. Yeah, I have that same um, I have that same motto uh, when I'm working with with clients is uh, I don't believe in scales either, except like you said, in the rare occasion where, you know, there's a medical reason um, or, you know, if somebody at some point down the road really wants to just have a comparison. But as far as having the scale be part of your process, um, I think it does more harm than good. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like you do that really to me, it's about that the health of the body is more about other things than what those numbers on that piece of machine you know mm-hmm. that you stand on say it's really about how do you feel? Uh, can you focus? Do you have the energy to to do the things that you'd like to do in a day? you know how, uh-huh. just it really is about do you like the way that you feel and is your body in a in the condition that allows you to live life the way you want to live it
0: that's right that's right i i I agree i i totally agree and you know there is a difference between 120 pounds of weight whether it's muscle or fat Mm
1: -hmm. okay and Mm -hmm.
0: and that's that's to the the reason of staying off that scale because my subscribers these ladies are gaining muscle mass okay they're not getting they're not they're not big and bulky because that's I think women are 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 kind of trained that oh you have to do cardio you have to go kill yourself doing cardio for two hours a day you you brought this up a few minutes ago mm-hmm. and but oh no I don't want to bulk up I don't want to bulk up well ladies if you're if it will take a lot of effort and possibly some interesting Drugs. cocktails
2: <laughs> for you to get right. really
0: bulky so <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me th- alleviate that. Let me get that out of the way right now.
2: Yeah, it's an old myth.
0: And and the thing is, is we all need. You start putting on some muscle mass, Lori. You will you will lose weight while you're at rest. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'm not I'm not a I'm not big on sitting there and counting calories burned during the workout either because if you if my workout what is it typically about uh, 250 275 calories burned I think it's something like that from what I've heard. However, it's what you're doing at rest. It's what your body. Your body is. Oh, here we have some muscle being built. Oh, let me go pull that excess fat and chew on that. Let me let me go and let me go get those extra inches and and start and start uh, feeding on that. And it's the key. It's the yeah. key to to one hundred percent sustainable fitness.
2: Uh, yeah. I think so too. I, I I think that old myth that um needs to continually be busted is that myth that, you know, as a woman if you start throwing weights around you're gonna bulk up like Hulk and mm-hmm. it's just bullshit. Um it, <laughs> You know, it's an old yeah. paradigm. you get got to get with the program. And, uh, you know, and if you can do a little bit of of weight resistance in some way, shape, or form,
1: mm-hmm. you're
2: right. It's really going to, it's going to really build your momentum and get you where you want to go much quicker. And uh, oh, yeah, plus, I like to think about, you know, what's the shape you want to be in physically, you know, in your senior years. And so having some... Um, some of that kind of muscle strength to help provide you stability. I mean, what's the mm-hmm. biggest thing with people as they get older? They're unstable, they fall, and they're breaking hips. And, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, that is right. like the most common thing. And there's a reason that we hear that all the time. We joke about it, you know, you know, breaking a hip. But that's because it's based in truth. It's it's such a common occurrence. And so much of that is because, you know, there there hasn't been any... Any core strength and balance that's been built up and maintained into your senior right. years. So if you're doing that now, you know mm-hmm. the chances of those things occurring when you're older are so greatly diminished.
0: I, I, I you're preaching to the choir. I, I totally agree.
2: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So, so, okay. So this is a program that is obviously you're having a uh, great success with, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that it's just building every week for you, which I think is amazing. Where, where do you see FitVic evolving? Do you see it growing into something beyond where it is now? Do you have, do you have plans?
0: I, I do have plans, Lori. I, I, we are going to start actually doing we're going to do some research in our own data and find out where large groups of our subscribers are located hopefully in paris yeah, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> hawaii hawaii
0: but what we're going to do is look where we have large concentrations of our subscribers and we're going to we're going to uh, probably take a tour this summer maybe in the fall we'll we'll see how it works out but we're going to start going to uh, locations and having our subscribers come in and work out with us live so nice. the live show, the live show will be the same, but we'll have hopefully a thousand subscribers in front of us in in this auditorium or however we're gonna however uh, we'll we'll set it up, uh, working out with us simultaneously.
2: Oh, and, I love that.
0: And that that's kind of our immediate plan. Well, that's 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 uh, that's something we would like to do. So that's uh, something in the work in the books. Also, though, I'm going to start bringing some celebrities on a show. And just like, uh, and basically, I would like to have, I'd like to have some celebrities on the show to mix it up occasionally, maybe once a month or something like that. And they don't have to be, you know, humongous uh, celebrities, but it would be nice to have an occasional appearance by someone that is a leader in in, for women. You know, you Mm -hmm. have the Oprah's and the Ellen's and, and things like that, but it would be nice to get, I'll probably start with some of my Oklahoma people that since they're fairly close and that's easy an easy, that would be easy for them. yeah. And, but uh, that would probably be uh, some of the, that would probably be part of uh, the route we go as well. And I, uh, I am not uh, opposed to uh, doing a little bit more coaching, one-on-one coaching as well, but that would be kind of a time sensitive item right there. Because, uh, it, the number of people—it just depends on the demand. But if people need some one-on-one coaching, I can, i could probably. When around fitness, I could probably
2: uh,
0: entertain the thought of doing that in the future.
2: Yeah, well, it. it sounds like you have some really, really great plans. I love—I love your idea about doing a little bit of touring and going to certain locations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's always—I um, think it's always really exciting as you know, as a fan of, you know, whatever the program is or whoever the speaker is to Mm. have the opportunity to go and, um, you know, go to a presentation or go to participate in person that it's always impactful. So I think that's a really great, a great plan. Um, what would you, uh, do you have anything for people that are listening to share with them? Uh, if somebody's just, you know, really on the fence and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm not quite ready to start a program yet, but is there something that you would, uh, suggest to help them just to start getting their mindset shifted and, Mm -hmm. you know, that will help them get that, uh, inspiration or that internal, internal motivation to go ahead then and take another step and do something more, you know, physical. You know, it, whether it's involved in your program or, or if it's just doing something at home. You know, in in the privacy of their home by themselves. Do you mm-hmm. have any beginning steps for a person?
0: I would say it. it, it, it this is kind of a depends question. However, I'm going to break it down to the 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 simplest level. If you're if you are doing nothing right now and but you want to get started but you're not quite ready, I would say spend 30 minutes tonight. OK, or today or t- 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 today, spend 30 minutes today doing something other than what you usually do. And I mean, if you need to clean for 30 minutes, if you need to clean out your tubs, make yourself a list and be active for 30 minutes. If you can't do 30 minutes, do 15. OK, do 15 minutes of just moving around because that's 15 minutes that you did not move around yesterday or the day before. OK, mm-hmm. and let's just start, start slow start don't start slow but start small because fitness is about slow and steady gains steady gains, slow and steady gains that's what i teach on my show and we i make sure everyone works within their their ability okay but they we we always shoot for a little bit sore the next day that's what we want to be is a little bit sore so if you're actually if you are if you have worked out in the last 10 years okay then i would ask that you don't wait okay if you if you're if you if you're not the person, if you if you can already do an hour of cleaning up and it and it doesn't really tax you, then don't wait. Find a program. If you don't find if you don't come to me, of course, find something that works for you. Do something to help to help your your fitness. Okay. And and you can find it in the easiest easiest ways. You can make an exercise out of cleaning cleaning your floors. You know, get down and scrub your floors. That's a good yes. that's a good exercise. And uh, it's I was going to actually throw else throw something else in there too, but um, go ahead. It was it is about just taking that action because action action is paramount. Take some action, and if you have to clean something, rearrange your closets, do something for 15 minutes. If if that's not enough, do it for 30 minutes. Okay, just change change what you do every night and throw in that 15 minutes or that 30 minutes, and and you will notice a difference after a week. If you do that every night, boy, oh, your house will be freaking clean and your closet's <laughs> organized. But on top of that, you're you're probably gonna have a little bit more pep in your step.
2: Yeah, no, I think that that is really, really great. So start today, don't wait and, and start small, which means, you know, maybe 15 minutes to 30 minutes and starting small might be just, yeah, cleaning out a closet or scrubbing some, some bathtubs or the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like that slow and steady because it is, you're, you're wanting to, um, create a new habit of a new lifestyle, so slow and steady is how you do is how you create a lifestyle and a routine, and um, which is basically a habit. It turns into a habit right. if you that's just right. stay consistent. Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: and I am all about consistency. That's one of my primary edicts on the show: is consistent effort. Because you get if you put consistent effort in, you'll get consistent results.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and that's to that point of uh, getting started. Wow, I completely lost my train of thought there. Uh, and you just touched on it. Well,
2: yeah, uh, well, creating the lifestyle and consistency. It, it definitely, oh, yes. Right. For results. Mm-hmm. New yes. habits.
0: New habits. And 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 part of that is is once it's to my my avalanche statement earlier is once you start getting a taste of it. OK, and once you start seeing that you can do it and doing these exercises or doing this cleaning around your house and organizing is a good gauge for you. Okay, because you can you can might do that tonight, do that 30 minutes and you're like, oh, wow, I'm huffing and puffing. Okay, well, you you at least know where your huffing and puffing point is. And I stress this on my show is is work out within your ability because I might be uh, lifting 30 pound dumbbells and Lori, you might be lifting two and a half pound dumbbells. And I say and I stress it. You do it within your ability because I work I work out right along with my subscribers Mm -hmm. every weekday. And I always stress, do it within your ability. We want to be a little bit sore. So the, the key is, is this this walking around and cleaning and organizing gives you a great, this helps you look at yourself. And anytime you look at yourself in my book, it's a great thing.
2: I Yeah, that's perfect. I love it. You know, I always, I always say, look, do it to impress yourself, mm-hmm. just do, do something that you know, wow, if I just do this, even if it's just this one little thing, I'm actually going to impress myself. And that's who you need to impress. I like so, that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Impress yourself. Good. Those are awesome tips for getting started. I love that. So, right. Victor, I am going to, I'd like you to share where people can find you and find your program. And then and then before we wrap, I'm going to ask you one last question.
0: Okay. Well, you can find me at www.one, the number one, FitVic, that's F I T V I And uh, you, can, you can come and check out the program. We have, uh, it's uh, pretty straightforward. We do 35 minutes every weekday, Monday through Friday. I have a uh, pre recorded Saturday stretch for you as well. And we are sticklers about it. My producer keeps on me. Uh, my producer, Jen. Uh, she stays on me about the time. We have a timer on the screen. So we are sticklers, six fifteen a m. central time, and we stop at six forty five. So we uh, well, technically, it starts at six ten. That's when the warm-up starts. It's a pre-recorded warm up before the live portion starts. But we are sticklers about it because we know your time is important. okay, And we want you to be able to focus to 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 plan your day around us. So we don't go, well, I went about seven seconds long this morning, so, I got a little bit chastised by my producer.
2: <laughs> Seven and, uh, seconds.
0: <laughs> well, we, she, we we try to stay on it because uh, maybe it was 17. But we 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 are very cognizant and aware that women are, are, are uh, basically planning their whole mornings around us.
2: Mm-hmm. So we don't
0: want to go long or anything like that because it's going to hold them up. They don't want to miss something. So they're going to sit and listen longer. And we also have a chat feature during the live show. And this chat feature is private. So any of our, any of our women can send a private comment to Jen and she will ask me during the show live. Okay. And this way you, you might say, Oh, it's Lori from Colorado or Lori from Wyoming. Mm -hmm. And so who's going to know it's who's going to know it's you, no one. And there's not any, any kind of chat room and you don't have to deal with internet trolls and keyboard warriors. Mm -hmm. We keep it. We have a, a, we have a, Nice safe place for women to work out, ask questions, and improve their improve their fitness.
2: Nice. I was going to say, you know, um, at some point uh, I'd like to uh, get up and give this a try. But then when you said six fifteen a.m. Central, I'm do- I'm doing uh-huh. the time zone thing. I'm like, okay, that's uh, five for me. I don't know. No promises, Vic. <laughs> well,
0: no it's promises. on demand as well. So if you if you can't okay. make the live show, you can get up at 6.15 or 7.15, whatever time you, you, you work out. And each day's show is available for 23 hours. Well, at least until the next show airs. Oh, perfect. So, so okay. if you missed today, you can go on the website right now and you can find today's show and then you can find yesterday's show
2: available. Oh, s- sweet, sweet. Yes. Good to know. Good to know.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Excellent. So, all right, Victor, um here's my last question.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What would you like to share with our listeners about the value of going rogue?
0: I Oh, oh, excellent, excellent question. I'd love this. I would not trade. okay, when I went rogue, it was not always easy. it It was tough. It was tough, and it was kind of heartbreaking in some on some levels too. However, I would not trade my going rogue experience for a bucket of gold. It is invaluable to me, and I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for that, because it wasn't just all roses, but everything I learned about myself and about life and about my passion and my direction, ah, shoot, there is no way I would trade that that going rogue experience. There is nothing I would trade it for, Lori. So I highly suggest that you do it, take that risk, Get out there, put yourself out there, learn what you need to learn, learn those lessons because they they will change your life for the better.
2: Yeah, beautiful, I love that, that's awesome. Hopefully everyone will take that to heart and if they are on the fence about making a radical shift in their lives, um, that's gonna help them make that decision. So thank you, thank you for sharing that and for everything yeah. that you're doing and for the time you spent with us today, this was oh, yeah, my pleasure. Just Okay, wonderful, wonderful. And I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to check it out and uh, hey, maybe maybe you'll have a core group that is somehow uh, hanging out in a hole in Wyoming, and when you go on tour, you'll end up here and I can show up and participate.
0: Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> that would be absolutely wonderful.
2: That'd be great. All right. I am going to let you get on with your day. I so appreciate your time and sharing everything, Victor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You have a good day and we will stay in touch.
0: Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much. Have a great
1: day.
2: Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Well, if you liked what you heard today, then please go ahead and check out the WeirdTalkinshift.com website. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments about the show and, and your thoughts about everything. And you'll also find all the links to social media there as well. If you are trying to make some shift happen in your own life and you want some private coaching with me, you can connect with me there, also on Facebook or through LaurieBischoff.com. So thank you all so much for listening. Listening and until we talk again next week, stay feisty, my friends, and go make some shift happen. You too, Mr. Gary V.